Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, live this week in the basement of Beltsville. We're going to have a little fun this week. We're getting to some serious things going on in the world. Black lives do matter, and we're going to talk about it here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. It won't be long for a nigga get to know you right, show you right. Couple hot spots, we can go tonight. I watched her, waist train proper. Either it's genetics or she got the right doctor. Strobe lights when she moved to seduce me. And welcome to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and we are live in the basement of Beltsville. I am joined, as always, this week by my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say what's up to the people. So please tell me this is your way of telling me you won the lotto. I did hit the lotto. We don't need to be here right now. No, we, if we hit the lotto, it would be in a larger studio, and we'd still be doing this. Oh. On a Friday night in, Bel- in Beltsville, I'd buy I buy a studio around here. So we can keep doing it. Oh my goodness! And we are joined this week by the prodigal son himself, the assistant associate producer, intern extraordinaire, Blue Blue. Say hi to the people. Good to be back. Oh man! And we are joined by the bane of my existence, the one, the only. Lil Cuz himself, Justin Brown. Justin, say hello to the people. <laughs> he said it so reluctantly. <laughs> oh say hello to the people, I guess. <laughs> say hi. Hey. He's a weirdo. I, I can't, I can't it's, say it's, anything it's more. It's more, it's more as long as you're here, say hi. Oh, man. But, folks, we are here again. A lot of shit going on in the world. Dot Comedy did its first annual, uh, I guess it is our first annual Dot Comedy barbecue. The entire Dot Comedy team was there. Um, all of the, us. The entire team? The entire team. There w- yeah, we, we were you, minus one. Somebody? We were uh, minus one. BJ, count, the old folks home didn't <laughs> let him out this week. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't get a furlough from the old folks' home. I, I like to think of it as the return of of just biannual barbecue. You, you like to think of it that way? Yeah. Until we have comedy at the barbecue, I don't think we can call it the dot comedy barbecue. I think we're a step away. We're one step away because we had music this year. We did have music. We did have supplied by the one and only DJ Marcus. We did have music spinning in the rain, which is which was nice. <laughs> yes. Uh, we did have blue. Blue. Blue made his uh, first appearance back. Near yeah. the dot comedy studios in about three weeks, about a month, yeah, about a month, yeah, and so uh, we 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 all were there. Just Jesse Revis was there, uh, Candace August, and uh, Uncle BJ sent his uh, love through the airways, I guess, uh, saying before I had to go to Van Hulahan parade. Yeah, out I had, yeah, I, I had, I had, I had to go to work. Yeah, Blue had to go to work, which we understand. Hey, everybody, go work. support the man in all of this. <laughs> yep. You know who else wasn't there this week at the uh, barbecue? Lil Cuz. Didn't yeah. get an invite to the barbecue, doesn't look like. He uh he stated to us, hey, I never had an invite. And then we all went, oh, wait, that is the person we didn't put on the list. <laughs> I think it got lost in the mail. That's what I'm hoping. Well, seeing as how it was all digital, the it got email. lost in the email. Is the email. <laughs> was it returned to sender from Facebook? I think you used my porn address and not my... <laughs> When I check regularly. Your regular check one. I, I understand. It's, it it happens. We we are sorry that you did not partake, but it was a very fun evening. Uh, everybody was there. We uh we had Mr. Alex Starr in the building. Uh, Mr. D'Angelo Joyce in the building. Um, again, Mr. Michael Black, uh, Hetty Sandberg. It seemed like a uh, 
we could have done a showcase with the amount of comedic talent that was at the barbecue. I think we could have, yeah. Yeah. And we didn't. So, eh, we'll see about next year. I was too drunk. Yeah. You guys, I heard you guys got whooped in spades, though. I didn't get whooped in spades. A, D'Angelo and Candace, cheaters. Never going to say it. I'll, B, say it. I'll say it simply. Candace <laughs> owes me a bottle of balsamic vinegar. She's well, broke. With her large elbows a, in my broke kitchen. Broke a $20 bottle of balsamic vinegar that Joey slaved to buy. He went and found the perfect vinegar spot. He tasted five different vinegars. I was with him watching him do all this and laughing the whole time. And then Candace took that nice, large $500 bottle of, of balsamic vinegar, <laughs> threw it on the floor in a hateful it black tri- rage. Tried to blame it on the countertop. She yelled, Black Lives Matter, and threw it on the floor. I don't know why. I don't know what happened with that. It wasn't with a, necessary. With a white girl with her. With a white girl. I, I guess that was, her, that was her reasoning behind it. She was like, is she that wanted why, to show Is that off. why your kitchen smelled weird when I came back inside, like, later in the evening? No, I would assume no. why. It's next to his bedroom. That's why it smells weird. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, but we did have a blast. Joey, want to thank you over the airways for having us all at your at your humble abode. Uh, next year, the Dot Comedy team will be picking, trying to find a larger venue with the with the amount of turnout this year. Uh, that Comedy team is going to make this a our annual picnic, and we will invite Justin Brown next year. Looking forward to it. Possibly, depending Maybe. on if he, if he tells new jokes. If he tells the same <laughs> old jokes, he'll he'll just be in the same old category. He can only come after 10 o'clock after all the kids leave. All the kids are gone, yeah. I don't get how that makes sense. <laughs> I don't. You're, you're a late night comic. You're a late night NG17 comic. Oh. Nah, not anymore. Like, people are like, hey, Justin, you cleaned up your stuff. <laughs> your, your, your set has become more, That's true. more I diverse. I haven't seen you perform in some time. I watched you at where were we at on uh, last week? We were at a uh, Red Door, Red Red Lounge, Red Lounge by Alex Star and Starstruck yes. Comedy. Starstruck Comedy at Red Lounge. We there, I saw his set. He was he was he wasn't as as crazy as it normally is. It, it was it was actually it was actually a little more tamed. Which for being in a a lounge, it was kind of weird to see. I thought he would go full full ass, but he he, he was only half an ass. We can appreciate that. I'm maturing. You're maturing. You're maturing as a comic, and we we appreciate that. So, so a golf clap for for Justin. <laughs> just just so you know, oh man. But things going on in the but world. Hold on, What's before, up, before I, we go, I know so? there's a lot of people who do miss dot comedy shows out there. Yes, I know there's a lot of people who miss it. And just for you, you can catch us all on August 5th at Sully's Comedy Cellar, which has just gone official. So we're going to be doing our uh, our showcase there. On August fifth, nice. uh, that evening at Sully's Comedy Cellar. So please make it out. Uh, it's right around uh, near Baltimore. Has uh, the has the list been offic- uh, officially the made? Perform- the performers are uh, Jesse Revis will be hosting, uh, and uh, he'll be and we'll be, it'll be me, him, uh, Chris Lawrence, our uh, twenty fifteen comedian of the year, and our good friend Brian Lee, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago. So all dot comedy alums and friends to the friends to the dot comedy family would be in attendance, and we we do want everyone to come out to that August eighth, fifth, 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 Jesus Friday, Christ. August fifth. I was not involved in any of the planning for that, so that's why it's not in, seared into my memory as of yet. But we uh we we will be definitely Planting happy to have seeds. that have that have everyone come out and see that. It will Sewing be a fun shit. event. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you say shit like that, it throws me the fuck off. You say it in in my ear as I'm talking. You sow it, then we gonna reap it. <laughs> gonna reap it real good. Uh, speaking of reap what you sow, a lot of things going wrong <laughs> in the world. Jesus, Jesus, that's <laughs> one hell of a segue. That's a fucked up segue. <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, no, you said it. That came out of your mouth. Uh, all right, all right. So it was kind of like a deflection, like. A <laughs> so, over the last year, there have been over five hundred police-related deaths in the United States of America. I'd say over five hundred because I don't have an exact estimation. Blue, if you could look that up. I see the exact number of police. I feel deaths. like you pulled that statistic out of a co- absolutely I saw, nowhere. I saw, no, I saw thirteen hundred on a on a that thing. Seems and I was right, that seems right, but I will double check that. Sorry, it's been four hundred ninety-one police killing since the start of this year. So for the first six months of this year, first six months of this year, okay, is up about thirty from the same time period last year. Okay, hold on. So we so basically, they're the police are are these just straight. And the, the and number of people police have killed for any reason. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. And and uh, and over the last couple of days after the Fourth of July holiday, there were two very high profile um, police shootings. Uh, one in um, Louisiana and another in Minnesota. Um, both men in those instances were armed. Come to find out, they both they both were armed. They both were. They one the one in Louisiana is the one that was in question. Baton Rouge, they Baton were. Rouge. Someone had reported he was armed, but it wasn't the same guy, I believe. No, no it was. They found, they the, found gun. the gun. They found the they gun. Found the gun. They found the gun on him after everything went down. Okay. So he he was armed, and he was an ex-con. So he should. And he should not have had. Should that not gun. have. Should not have had a weapon. <laughs> but that does not justify the continuous amount of outrage that is poured into the In, world. Wait, hold on, wait, wait a second. Which state was the uh, guy who had the 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 ex felon that was that Baton, was Baton Rouge. Rouge oh yeah, in Baton Rouge, in Baton Sterling. Rouge, it is legal to carry a firearm without a permit. Yes, not for an ex not for an ex felon. No, for anyone, not for a felon. Really, felons can never carry a re- that's, weapon. That's a federal law. Federal law states that okay, felons can never carry a weapon or go near children. Okay, yeah. So the Washington Post says that 509 people have been shot by police in 2016. 136 of them have been black. Oh, so we're not doing that. We're at, we're not doing that bad. We're That's making a much it smaller number than the than, total than previously, than previously thought. But again, if you if you take out whites, if you think if you say 100, how many 100? How many? 136. 136. So then you divide the other 370 between the other five racial groups. Yeah, it's basically sixty apiece. So we've doubled everybody else. If you do, if you do simple math like that, but I've seen more video of us yeah. continuously being shot. Well, yeah, but you also have to factor in okay, how many of those were necessarily there? So you can't just say, oh, all of those were wrong. Like some of them, no, 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 some no. of them they may have been just been getting shot at. The, wa- so, <laughs> the Washington Post has I, they just have an. It's just they just tally it. They 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 just have a tally of 
and they they do have methodology on how they do it, and I don't have it up yet. Okay. Um, While you look for that, they just count it. While you look for that, we'll we'll continue. But the issue at hand is: can you do anything and not get shot by the police? I mean, (laughs) everything seems to be getting you shot. It's it's it's. Hey, I'm walking through a Walmart with a toy gun. I'm getting shot. I'm a ten year old boy in a park with a BB gun. I'm gonna get shot. I tell you, I have a registered weapon in my in my waist. I don't reach for it, but I've already told you it's there. I get shot. It's it's I rob a convenience store with no weapon, and then I get shot and then splayed out in the street for five hours. It it's a number of a fuckery. It's 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 so frustrating because we we watch it and I, I look at it all and I go it's we're so divided as a country when it comes to this particular situation because I, I look through social media, I look through Twitter, I look through Facebook, I look through, I look at all these people who are making posts and they're talking about how bad police are. I don't believe all police officers are bad. I don't. This is coming from a black, a 18 to 35 year old black male, 200 plus pounds stating that all police officers aren't bad. I say that because that's the threat motto of all police officers. If this person that I just described to you, 18 to 35, 200 plus pounds is the immediate threat for all police officers. I like how you keep throwing 200 plus pounds. (laughs) Oh, no. Large black man. Yeah. Is a threat to everybody. Is a a threat. It it (laughs) seems to be a threatening. It's a. I don't know why it is. But to white it's people, math. no, but, no, but to white math. people, you're outweighed, and odds are out athleticismed. Like there's going to be, like, but to, yeah. so, uh, the just to black white man is is better. Is so if it comes down to, to if it comes down to fisticuffs, and eh, you're at kind of a disadvantage, and if they're taller than you, which nine times out of ten they probably are, they there's also the a re- length and a reach advantage. Yeah, the length and reach advantage. Yeah, and and but the the issue at hand is. Because you got to be either pro-cop or pro-life in this fight. No one's no one's in the middle where they say, hey, I'm pro-life and pro-cop. What do fetuses have to do with this? No, I'm sorry, pro, pro-already non-abortion life. Not abortion in that manner. Pro-not killing. Pro-not killing. You either got to be pro, you got to be pro-cop or, or I disagree. I think the whole problem is that we try to put yeah. Sides on it. There needs to oh, be not, I agree. There needs to not be sides about it. We need to work together to find out why this keeps happening and put a stop to it and find a solution. If it's better training for police so that they know how to handle these situations better, if it's doing better screenings to hire cops who are less trigger happy and aren't prone to that, if it's regular screenings to make sure that cops aren't suffering from some sort of PTSD situation where they're going to panic in a situation and whip their gun out at the first sign of trouble. Um, or maybe we just take it out of, out of the equation altogether and say, hey, look, you guys don't know how to handle lethal weaponry properly and safely with regards to the people that you're supposed to be protecting, so we're taking that away. You're going to have to use non-lethal means, and that means a taser or rubber bullets or something, but there's enough technology now where there's alternatives yeah. that, that, that should be enough. I, I mean, And then if someone needs to, maybe a senior officer could be 
nearby that can be called in with a wep- with a legit you know with with a pistol if necessary in that situation. I mean that that's sort of the British model actually that standard beat cops don't have weapons and a there's like they have like special units who are armed. Yeah. And um that, that would make more sense. But but if you have I honestly think that it's not I I don't the system isn't Same. racist. The system isn't racist. Really? There is a, yes, <laughs> it's really? not racist. Really? Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. You, you, For who? You, you're about to get you're about to get a lot of pushback on that. I, I hold on. I hold think on. he means like the letter of the law of no, the system. No, the the police the policing system isn't racist. The the way our police the police in our country aren't racist. Mm-hmm. Now let me clarify. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. need you to do this. Yeah. This yeah. is yeah. this, this needs to happen. Yeah, I tried to help you. You okay. pushed my hand away. So <laughs> right. you're on your own raft now, buddy. Yes. All when right, I say ra- when I say racist, I, I say there's an inherent hatred of people of color or, minor- or or minorities. I think there's an inherent racial bias. There's definitely an inherent racial bias. So you're saying there's not? They're not racist. They're just prejudice. Yes. <laughs> There's no hatred. Are you serious? Yeah, it's it's not, not it's a... not done out of it's not done out of hate. Because every time I talk to a cop who's defending I, I actually have a couple of uh, friends who are police officers. Cops? I have a friend an old college buddy who's a police officer in DC. Um Okay. And he says he, and he's always quoting crime statistics to me. And he's and, and and he's saying, you know, you know, numbers this, numbers that. And I'm like going, okay, then you're trying to quote me science. And, and I'm saying, even though you're, it, there's inherent racial bias in your science. Okay. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Okay. It's an inha- now, I, what I'm saying is it's, it's inherently racially biased. What is yes. that? It's not, but it's not done. You said the system was not racist. But what you say it's racially biased, but not racist. Right. Be- Do you know what a racist is? Yes. What, a racist, I'm, what I'm saying, a racist is they hate you. Not necessarily. A no. Racist, that's not true. Uh, racism is when you think less of a specific race outside of yours. You don't have to hate them, but hate kind of goes with it anyway. Right. That's, I was hate, saying hate that is, there was... Hate is, hate is, hate is a... Um, a byproduct of racism. Okay, it's not the actual beginning of racism. I was saying what I. It really what I doesn't was make a difference, does it? The results, the result. Yeah. The. Yeah. The, I don't really. It's, the intentions. At some point, your actions are more important than any intentions right. you had, and 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 so I don't think that there is an intent of, you know, racism, especially within the system, like from the get, but. The way it is is the way it is. The results speak for themselves. This keeps happening in a certain way, and yeah, and thank God at least now we're starting to get to the to, before it was. I think it was a known thing, but it wasn't. It wasn't in our face. No one cared. It could. Well, we didn't have body cameras back then. I mean, you, yeah, in the nineties, you didn't have. You, you, know, didn't have body, you, you couldn't you, pull you out your phone and record what was happening. Cam- even when we, even when there was video evidence of. Of of a of a horrible situation happening, Rodney the police King. beating a human being, 
Everyone took the side of police immediately. Who's right, but main, that, well, and, and not that, every. I, I say everyone in in certain in community in certain communities. Everyone in Simi Valley did. Yeah, everyone in Simi Valley took the side of the police and said, "Hey, you know what? He was high on PCP. He needed to be beaten that way in, or, in order to subdue him. Really? You need to take turns beating a person in order to subdue them? But you need to, you need to break their arm to subdue them? You need to do all those things." To subdue a person? That doesn't make sense to me. Right, but, I mean, to get people to acknowledge it more than a case-by-case basis, it it's it's one thing to say anyone who looked at the whole Rod- the Rodney King video should go, that's fucked up. And yeah. I think that's a reasonable expectation. But to then associate that with a lot of the other things that we were hearing about but couldn't see is completely different than it is today, where in this past week alone, we have had two well-documented cases and video evidence to show where things were not handled properly. The well, ability, we, the ability for this stuff to get swept under the rug is not nearly as bad as it used to be. I, so I now dis- we're starting I to get to the point where there's a where there's at least enough of enough undisputable stuff for us to actually acknowledge that there's a problem and try to work towards fixing it. Before, I think for a lot of people, unless you were black, you had no other than. They, you know, just like, oh, your friends don't trust the police. Oh, that's weird. Like, you didn't, like, I don't think it was, like, real unless you were, like, in the car when it happened. But here's 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 the problem I have with that. And this is, the, this is the fundamental issue that I have as far as the white community of America. The white, the lighter Hispanic community and the Asian community I have in America. I have, I have a problem with. If we tell you this is happening for... 70 years at what point do you go oh y'all just y'all just making this shit up i um, mean I, I i understand seeing is believing to everyone and everyone has to has to come to that realization on their own with with what technology has put forth but the fact remains we've said it since the days of jim crow we've said hey here's what the fuck's going on to us I don't know how much it was said because, like, I know I grew up in PG County, and that was never really something that was said out loud. There were just like cultural jokes and references about it that I sort of picked up on, but it wasn't really clear to me what you know what was going on or what. There wasn't no one told me that. Oh yeah, this happened to my uncle, or this happened to my brother, or there wasn't that sharing going on. So it's not it's not the situation it is today where. You know, there's documented cases. Everyone can see it, and we're you know we have explaining exactly what's happening. Before it was kind of when I was growing up, it was, and I don't know, maybe it was just because because it was the uh, you know in the '90s when it had been going on for so long already that it was just kind of well, well everyone everyone just was like, well, I guess no one cares about us, and yeah. so no one really thought to make you know to bring anything up. So hold on. So here's the thing. So here's why I think no one believed it. It's if think about like maybe grade school. Did you have a kid in your school that was, like, rumored, for example, to eat bugs? Like, yeah. a, it's basically the same thing. So, like, there's a rumor going around that this is happening, but you don't believe it until it's actually in your face. So, like you were saying, there were just rumors and things. Yeah, until you, see the, until you see the kid eating bugs. Right. That's when you start believing. So, right. while cameras haven't changed anything because the shit is still going on, it has made more things, like you are saying, uh, easier to prosecute on. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to the system not being racist, it is blue. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because everything is inherently racist systemically in America. The biggest problem stemming from that racism is selective policing. So the same thing. So I. So here's the thing. I could push a baby into the street, and I'll 
much worse will happen to me than it would be if you pushed a baby into the street just based on like colorism, race, and selective policing. Because there's plenty of pictures and images online of like white guys shooting at the police, holding a gun up to the yeah. police, and then not reacting the same way as like a John Crawford who was literally just walking in a store and it seems a cop sh- saw him. He was like, put your hands up, but shot him while he was saying it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. selective policing right. based on the inherent biases that they already have. Right. And and that's and that's what I and getting to that, it's how we train police officers. That's some of it. That's it's, some of it. I, like, I, they train them a certain way. Like they need more uh cognitive training. They need to be uh tested for like um like psychoanalysis, yeah. Like see how because some people are not mentally. Some people, some people, just, some people just aren't fit to be police officers. fit to be a cop, but no one's stressing the the mental part of the game because that's not a big thing America stresses on. Yeah, is like people's uh, mental, not mental capacities, but just uh, your mental fitness. Basically, yeah, yeah, and and that was something I was also you know we were talking about before when. We were having the gun, gun control conversation yeah. after uh, the last time you were here, Justin. <laughs> um, shit. Why do you it every time we have you on? So there's always some crazy shit happening. Um, I'm good for the news. But the 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 we were having that conversation. Of mental health is something that I think is like not. It should be more of a focus, especially when lethal capable weapons are involved. Because yeah. you know, nine times out of ten. A person's that crazy; they're gonna find a way to do something horrible. Um, I don't, you know, with but I think I think it's a little bit different with the police situation. I think a lot of it, some of it, I think it has to do with you are. There's some guys who have a complex and they want to, you know, they they join the police because they want to shoot bad guys, and so they are looking for that opportunity. Other guys are, you know don't know what to do so when they get in a situation they panic and so some of it's that some of it might be that you know they were you know a lot of them are ex-military where they went off to war and they didn't come back the same so they may not be wired the same but it may not you know you may not get a second to realize you know hey you know that that that, that you don't won't handle that situation properly until you're in it so all these things are things that I think that are not they haven't been a point of focus, but something that may need to be revisited. But an immediate situation is why are we still letting them? <laughs> if we're not sure, and the immediate problem is we have a, we have a, we know we have a problem. We know we don't we don't know what the cause is. We know it's going to take time to figure out the cause. We could cut the cut it off at the head and say, hey, maybe you guys who are sworn to protect the civilian population. Should you know maybe take the risk of having weapons that are a little lo- not less non-lethal because the ideal is they're not there to shoot bad guys they're there to apprehend them and that's the thing that we need to make sure is one a clear focus b so that's the thing I don't know how many times this, and maybe I don't know enough because I'm not around cops enough I don't know how often they need they truthfully need to pull their service revolver in the line of duty for legitimate reasons to for this that or the other situation. I've I've actually had some I actually had a my police officer friend tell me a story of they his partner had to tase a guy and he didn't go down. Okay, but did that mean he needed to pull out his service revolver? The guy was coming at him with a knife. Yeah, and he shot him in the leg. 
okay, well, that would, again, be a better option. Or, I mean, they also could have rubber bullets. That still would reduce the lethality, but yeah. usually still keep a good amount of stopping power. Yeah. Um, and they use bean gun bags and stuff like that for the situation. They ha- they have, of- they, yeah, they put those in, in, the, in shotguns, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, they have these type of weapons, and there's videos, like, I saw like six videos on the internet of police using non-lethal means to apprehend crazy guys with machetes and random shit. Right. So don't tell me it can't be done. Oh no, the, it's, <laughs> it's it's the idea of the other thing it's, is if even it's if my life or yours, in, I'm killing well, you. Well, even if there's a gun in gun in play, you guys have body armor. <laughs> these these people you're shooting don't. Generally. <laughs> Generally, my, except my, this guy my, in Dallas. Well, that's a different situation. Yeah. My my only thing is. Yeah, so both of these guys, um, the 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 gentleman in Minnesota who was killed was licensed to carry a firearm. Where's the NRA and and saying, "Hey, you really you're just going to do that? You're going to steal my <laughs> steal my meme?" Well, no. Well, actually, no. Actually, I'm going. Actually, I'm going off a an article from uh, Think Progress. You know actually. what? You know what? Before before we get inspired by a meme I made <laughs> yesterday cuz I was the first one to point that before, out. Before before we well, get actually, into was, that, we're going to we're going to take a We're going to take a quick break on that comedy podcast. We're going to take a minute decompress it sad and and then figure out exactly where we can go from there. A lot more things going on in the world. The NBA is is killing killing teams and and people are just walking away from their they're lifelong teams just to see where shit if shit's better on the other side and and also I mean we we're gonna get to the end of this because uh this there's, there's still more there's lots of layers to this whole situation but all that and more on we haven't the, gotten to the end of the rabbit hole yet <laughs> nah on the Die comedy podcast nothing can stop me I'm all the way up. Oh. But Monday, Monday night, night doesn't, doesn't have to. Join us at Recessions Bar and Grill on L Street in D.C. for our Funny for Money stand-up comedy show. It's free, and you'll get to see some of the funniest local and touring comics as they bring their A-game and compete to win a cash prize. And you get to choose the winner. So come on out and enjoy a great show. Plus, extended happy hour specials like all-you-can-eat wings, $3 beers, and more. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PrettyFunnyENT. And we are back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus. And this segment is brought to you by Pretty Funny Monday. Seven Sessions Lounge in Washington, D.C. every first and third Monday. Come on by and see Miss Candace August, the very pretty funny lady who's in charge of that. See some of the local comics in B&B. Do some of their funny things. Just come by and see them every session lounge in Washington, D.C. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast, folks. Welcome back. That's right, we got a big house. With Dot Comedy Works. Mm. Uh, I, don't know why, I don't know why I have to. Uh, that come on, Rick Ross. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Stop the music. <laughs> no. Fuck him. He don't want us to have this time. DJ Cal's not Italian, so it works even better. It was yeah. not. It wasn't Italian. This is Cal. DJ Khaled. 
You're so stupid, Justin. All right, but we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Uh, we're gonna we're. I, don't I had to, I had I, to I unfollow him. I don't. I don't, I don't know if we should uh, keep diving into this because it, it's a deep hole. It's a very yeah. Can deep we hole. can we start climbing up? <clears throat> you, you, you guys want to go light? You got some. You got some more to say. You got more to say. If you got more to say on the Dot Comedy Podcast, I say say it. Now, that way we get it out there. That way the world knows exactly how we feel. We get it out this segment. This segment right now. Brought to you by Pretty Funny Mondays. So, like, final thoughts. Do we get yeah. final hey, thoughts on we, this segment? We didn't touch Dallas, which is. Yeah, we haven't touched Dallas. Which That's, is a little bit un- more unprecedented. That's yeah. the other angle on this. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm assuming you have a particular viewpoint on that, Marcus, based on your original segue into this fuckery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who thought this wasn't going to happen? I mean, seriously. I mean, of everybody, of everybody in this room, everybody in this room right now, who thought eventually five to nine cops were going to die? I, I, I was waiting for somebody to snap. I'm not mad. And take it out. And I'm just, just walk in, Either walk into a police station and start shooting. Yeah. Or, or wait for a mass, some sort of mass demonstration like this. And start, just go to start shooting people, and they and they shot police officers. And the guy said his himself, "I'm there to shoot white officers." He didn't. He didn't. He didn't go there to shoot civilians. He didn't go there to start shooting into a crowd and see who died. No, he had a specific plan in mind because his anger was was bit, was turned toward white police officers. He that's did simple. actually hit uh, one. Black Lives Matter protest. He had a Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and he she, just, she dove on top of her sons when she started hearing that she knew she got nicked. I don't think. Okay. She she yeah, there, I think there were two protest protesters that got shot. Well, Good job, guy. He got, well, he, he ruined they, his own. He ruined his own premise on that one. They didn't get killed, but they got hit. Well, no one's. Yeah. But he meant, he went there to kill police officers. Yeah, he, he was just bad. He said that in his words. He's bad. He's bad at his job. Yeah, yeah. you had so, one job, guy. <laughs> but the fact is. Like I said, who thought this wasn't going to happen? Uh, this I, is comeuppance. <laughs> Truthfully, this is comeuppance. This is exactly what happened with with the celebration of when OJ got off. That was yeah. Again, Los Angeles went crazy because guess what happened two years, a year and a half earlier? Rodney King. Rodney King. So this is what happens when it, no, and this is numb feeling right now. No one's celebrating these officers dying. No one would because that's stupid. I don't know anyone who's celebrating. Justin looks like he knows a couple people who may be celebrating. I know a couple black folks. <laughs> I'm not celebrating these officers. Racists. Because I, I, simply put, I simply put it as such. No cop is supposed to go to work and die at their job. Just like I am not supposed to go to the store and die because I went in the kids section and picked a, picked a toy AR-15 up off the shelf and took it up to the front to pay for I'm not supposed to die when that happens either. But the shit happened. You're not supposed to die when you get pulled over in your friend's passenger seat. Yeah. Because they have a headlight out. I'm not, supposed, I'm not supposed to be cavity searched because the headlight's out in my friend's car. That sounds stupid. But at the end of the day, it happens every day. It happens all the fucking time. How not do- in Maryland. Think. Good job, Montgomery County, for being <laughs> not scared. I legitimately... Okay, here's the thing. I have, a, I have a, a headlight on my car. I've been pulled over and spoken to police officers twice within the last 24 hours. And that headlight's <laughs> been out on his car for at least three months. Yeah. So, 
Uh, and one of those two times, Marcus was in the car with me, and especially yesterday, after everything else that had happened, I was sitting there going, not tonight. Like, that was... <laughs> I was like, am I going to have to assault a police officer? To keep him from killing <laughs> to Marcus. Keep, to, keep, to keep my brother Cause, alive? Because here, here's, <laughs> here's how... You want to know, know how that night went, how that, that whole altercation went in my head. Because it started off with me seeing the cop at, after we passed the stop sign. I know my neighborhood. I know where the cops sit in the neighborhood. So I saw the cop, and I knew Joey's got a bad break, so they could hear that. He's got a headlight out. They can see that. They were going to pull us over. As soon as that cop turned the corner, flipped the lights on, he was pulling us over. I knew that was coming. But my thought process is, and remember, you don't have the same training in in Black Lives Mattering movement as I do. Because you proceeded to search for things in the car as the cop was walking up to us. And as I told you, stop, don't do shit until he gets here. Because you because you were like, hey, I need to get the registration out. I need to get things ready for him. No, fuck that. Until he tells you, keep your hands on the steering wheel, and I will keep my head pointed forward, and I will not move from this position until he sees that I'm moving toward this, and you've told him we're moving toward this. Because it, it is again, this is how we end up getting shot, and this is this is what it always happens. Oh, yeah. I saw wrestling in the car, so you must have been hiding dope. <laughs> Who the hell hides dope that fast? If the I had weed, was, I would have smoked it in front he of him. Followed that up with like the strangest series of questions uh, of I've course. ever been asked by a police officer. Because it was, <laughs> you have any weapons? Any guns? Any knives? Any drugs? Or, I should any know drugs? About? Or a dead body. Yeah, and then he went to the dead body. <laughs> he asked you if you had a dead body yeah. in your yeah, car? Yeah, dead body. He said, and his, his, his reasoning behind it, which was funny as hell, was because, what? Because I stopped. Because I stopped, and I was like, I was like, really? I gave him a look, and he's like, hey, man, one of these days someone's going to have a dead body. I don't have a, no idea what to do about it. Is, is that what he said? <laughs> he exactly said he's what gonna, he someone's going to answer yes to that question. <laughs> he's not going to know what to do about it. Which made him, which probably made him one of the coolest cops you ever fucking met, because he knows. Hey, I'm giving this person a warning anyway, but I have to ask all the stupid questions that come in the list every day. Those are everyday questions. But at the end, at, during my interrogation, it would have been gone completely different. Oh, it would have been asking you. He wasn't asking me; he was asking Joey. Oh, okay. My interrogation would have went something like this: Where are you going? Where are you coming from? What are you doing in this neighborhood? Why is your headlight out? How long has the headlight been out? Have you received a warning from a cop before about this headlight? If you have, you know that's another ticket you're going to get. If you haven't. This is the first ticket you're going to get, and if you don't pay this ticket in 30 days, you're going to get another ticket in the mail. Yeah, that said, if if we had been in Rockville City, then it would have been that conversation. Oh, we would have been in jail. We would have been, been in jail. jail. We would have been in jail because Rockville City is the Rockville worst City fucking place in the world for cops. You want to know why Rockville cops do that? Because they're mad they couldn't be Montgomery County cops. <laughs> Are they all failed Montgomery County? Yeah, they're all failed Montgomery. They, they, they either they, they either failed the test to get into the Montgomery County uh, Academy, mm-hmm. or they flunked out of Montgomery County cops, and they they're now Rockville cops. Or they, same thing with Chevy Chase cops. Chevy Chase cops also suck. Now yeah, we'll the, say the cops city cops suck. <laughs> Generally, city cops suck. Just ask everyone who was in the movie Super Troopers. No, city funny. cops were suck. City cops sucked. State troopers were fine. They were state troopers in the movie city. Uh, right. That's what I was about to say, yeah. Like. Yeah. The city cops were the ones that were on the take. Uh, yeah. The, the Spurberry uh, Police Department was what it was on the take. Now the second the interaction I had earlier tonight was with with a black officer, but he seemed really disappointed when he, I wasn't willing to step out of the car so he could show me that my headlight was out. And I was like, but I already have a work order that was given to me yesterday. <laughs> 
I know this. I know the lights out, officer. Some one of your fellow officers told me yesterday. But he kind of gave me this look, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like when you said, "I know already." Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn it! I was here to give you the news. Like, when, how are you going to tell me I'm wrong? No, I was just like, who needs to have someone, a police officer, get them out of the car to show them their headlights out? Generally, if a police officer tells you your headlights out, you believe them. You just accept that. <laughs> Come back here. Let me show you. Because worst case, it's not out, and all you have to do is go to a different officer and say, hey, look, it works. Sign this paper. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Got your paper signed? Because I've actually I've only been pulled over three times in my life. One was a legal turn down a one-way street. The other two were both for different headlights going out. Yeah. Uh, they never asked me to get out of my car, and I never got that paper signed either, so... I've had a... Your registration suspended. Oh, I've yeah. had plenty of work orders. Yeah. Yeah, it was never. Did you not get no. the work order? Did they not no, give they, me, that white receipt thing? Please get this done within the next like thirty yeah. days. Type yeah, yeah, you have to get that signed by a police officer, or your registration gets suspended. I just renewed my registration yesterday, no problem. Online, I'm good, baby. Okay. Well. Police system, the justice system works for one black guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We get one out, one out of nineteen million. Justice got white T-shirt privilege. <laughs> he got yeah. white T privilege. Oh my goodness! We're, you know what we're gonna get? We we we. I think we have. Uh, exhausted I think we, I think we climbed topic. back out of the rabbit hole. Yeah, we we finally got back to funny because this is yeah. the dot comedy podcast. But again, it's. I hope to God that everyone takes this time to reflect, especially police officers, because the reflection on their end has to come from. Hey, <laughs> they're pretty pissed if they start shooting us. Yeah. That's that's the thought process because we because remember, black people have always said the same thing, and I said this to Justin during our pre-show meeting. We've always said the same things: never kill a cop because there'll be triple of them on the street the next week killing black people, killing us with the with immunity for doing it. Yeah. So we we never wanted that guy to ever be seen. We I thought he was going to disappear into the black nexus. I thought he was going to just fucking... <laughs> he yeah. Did, yeah, he did... Di- the thing is... Bomb, yeah, they blew him up. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he did disappear. He did disappear. <laughs> I was like, he did disappear. The Texas bombed him with a robot. No, the Texas... The Dallas police... The Dallas police officer... The Dallas police department yeah. made him disappear. Yeah, they made him disappear. Yeah, blue. But... But I... There's that correcting thing. Don't need correcting again. Sorry. add on to Marcus's point... Another reason I don't believe in killing cops usually is because my dad's a cop. So that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be nice if he came home, too. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, though, if we got to give up one, I mean... <laughs> hopefully he doesn't hear this. <laughs> I hope your dad doesn't hear this either. Wow. No, no, that's a joke. But seriously, though, like, I am not for killing anybody. I just want to explain to all the white people out there, though, that doesn't mean I have all the answers to yeah. all the problems because this has come to... Apparently, come to a black person, we can see what I can do, which is a good sign. But just don't expect me to have have any answers to those questions. I have a couple, but don't. I can't give you the. You know, I sort of have. A, I I have a suggestion I want to put out there. Okay. If you if you if you for anybody, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, anybody, if you have a dealing with a police officer in a normal situation, thank them. Thank them for what they do. We do that anyway. I thank think for pulling me over. Officer. I think. I th- well, no. When, it, when, when thanks I for giving me this ticket. You could have clearly let me off for. No, not 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 if they pull you over. But it, like if you're. When I had, I, here's like, the thing. So I if had, you're I in a security, car, my car was stolen. Yeah, like if you're at a security checkpoint. House, yeah, and the cop 
the cop came to my house and I said, okay, thank you officer for coming out. I appreciate you coming and doing your job and giving me the due diligence as far as this situation goes. I thanked him for doing that. I will not thank a cop for pulling me over. No. Because they had no, they had, especially if they have no reason to pull me over. They say, oh, your headlight was out. Why the hell are you giving me a ticket for a headlight being out? That doesn't make that you're making a situation that does not exist exist. The headlight being out, if both my headlights were out, that meant my lights were off. That meant I was making I was driving a bomb across the fucking street. If one headlight's out, that means I can still fucking see. You don't need to pull me over for a fucking one headlight. Well, no, one do. headlight. What, one what I mean, light. what I mean is like if, like, like if you're, you know, at a, if no, you just if you see a police officer walking down the street. Thank them. No. See, no, because that's how you get caught up. Because they're not expecting it. That you're going to be look suspicious. It's like, what's he up to? Why is he doing? Thank you, officer. Bow. Yeah, black, I didn't know he was doing. Black people we all, don't do that. We avoid contact with the police because you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. That's, that's if you want to thank them, a that's white a white. Man. That's a very very white thing. Exactly. If you want to thank them, then you do what everybody else does and. Throw money into their little fundraiser precinct party. Oh yeah, when fake. they call, when they call your house and say, "Hey, um, we're taking donations for the fraternal order police." To oh yeah, that's when you thank them. That's what I think. Then you get the sticker and then you sticker. put it in the window, and they know that you're cool. They know you're one of the cool ones. Ah, that's how we thank them. We don't tell them thank you because if we walk up to an officer and say, "Hey, man, thank you for doing your job today," he's like, "Oh, my job is to cavity search you now." So that's when you're on a wall with a baton in your butt and you're trying to find contraband. Thank you, Orange is the New Black. Because that's, that's suspicious behavior. Yes, very suspicious behavior. Thank them by not committing a crime. That's yeah. what I do. Keep no, my head low. Don't me too. Commit crimes make their job easier. And yeah, my life. you can do that too. Yeah. So. So that's that's where that, that's the final word in that comedy. Blue has too much white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But but other things going on in the world. The NBA. This past two weeks in the NBA has been a fire sale of, of talent. Yeah, Just Jesus, going wherever, what the fuck wherever the fuck on? they feel like. Let's see who who did it start with. It started with uh, KD. Did it start with Katie? Actually, he was. Uh, he he I went a little no, bit he later. Wasn't what, he, I don't think he was the first shoe to drop. Um, because he he had so many meetings with different teams, but mm. um, all the speculation was over him. Well, the thing is, this this, this is an unprecedented uh, NBA free agency because of the salary cap shooting up. So yeah. all the th- all the money that was paid last year, almost everybody was getting like an extra four million dollars. Yeah. Um. So it was it was. The, the 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 amount of money going around was crazy. Timofey Mozgov, who was the center, was a backup center for the. Was he backup for the Cavs? He was a bench center. Yeah, he's a bench, a bench center. center. Yeah, he's a bench center for the for the Cavs. He, he actually used to play for the Knicks a while ago. That's the only reason I remember him. But now the Lakers just threw what a he got max four million dollar. He, he got a max contract. He did no, not he get did. a max contract. <laughs> he did not get a max contract. They would they would give a max contract to a bench. Or a Russian, <laughs> but or they Russian. did give him. They did give him. It was it was sizable. How many was it per year? Like no, twenty four mil, sixty four. Yeah, four and it's all gu- and it's all guaranteed money. Yep, all guaranteed. And and you wouldn't have seen that for a guy of his ability. Now, I mean, I don't think Lakers are giving him that money to be a bench player. He's going to be. No, starting. he's going to start. He's going to start. But that's and that's kind of the this, this, this status of the Lakers these days. But <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, look look at what happened with Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose injured. Derrick injury prone. Derrick Rose. 
He's still making $20 million. Yeah, he he, he goes from the Bulls to the Knicks. Well, that was good for both teams. I I don't know. I really don't know. And that wasn't free agency. That was a trade. Yeah. Oh, was that that was? Oh, that that's right. That was a one for one trade. No. No. It was a trade. It's just not the same because. Oh, I love Blue saying shit that that is completely out of his ass. The sports ball. It's fine. It's like talking basketball. Like one of my blue sports ball segments. Oh my god, it's so funny! I, if you, if everyone, on, everyone, everyone listening to the podcast right now, if you've noticed, I've stayed quiet at the beginning. I started off and then I stay quiet at certain parts of the podcast because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Blue will jump in the deep end and not know how to swim, and it's so funny to watch because I always go. What I always jump. In, the thing is, I jump in the deep end and I try. Well, yeah. he's very buoyant, so <laughs> he has chance for survival. Yeah, blue jumps. In, blue jumps in the deep end and he he, he floats back to the top. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, let's. I'll give it. I, right, it's so, a, I give it a whirl. Oh my goodness! Oh shit! Yeah, you might want to. Might want to turn Billy's, that down. Uh, Sorry. Porn. All right. So, so Katie. K- Katie oh yeah, here was we the go. Most, was the most famous. Yep. That was the, the biggest mo- signing of. The that was the big biggest one. signing. Now here's what Kate. Here's what happened in the in the wake of Katie, which is was hilarious to me. Was all the memes and video memes that came out after he left were the funniest shit I ever seen. They, I saw one, uh, Jesse Rivas tagged me in one where uh, they used the um, the heartwarming scene from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where the dad <laughs> leaves, where uh, Will Smith's dad leaves to go on a tracking trip without Will Smith. And, <laughs> and it's Kevin Durant looking at the OKC symbol. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, gotta leave. I mean, I gotta, I'll be back. I gotta go take care of some days. I'll be back. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. And I'm like, he chose a better. He chose the grass on the other side. Yeah. Which I wa- I saw I saw a video today where a guy went, "Hey, the grass is only green if you water it. So your grass maybe not be green in your neighborhood. That's because no one waters their fucking grass in your neighborhood. The grass is not always green on the other side because no one takes care of the grass on their own shit. That's what was really weird. Interesting. <laughs> what was really weird? Yeah. So he's going away. He's going. He's going to, to Golden State. He's going to Golden State. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I didn't care. I don't care. They don't live here. You know who my team is? The Washington Nobodies. Pretty much. Jesus Christ. Okay. You know. You know. The Harlem re- Globetrotters are my team. You know what was really weird? <laughs> They're nine hundred and five. <laughs> <laughs> what was really weird was the situation with Dwayne Wade and Hassan Whiteside. Why is it weird? Because both of them, so Pat Riley was actively courting uh, Kevin Durant with Hassan Whiteside, pretty much with Hassan Whiteside's and Dwayne Wade's money. Because Dwayne Wade was saying, I'm expecting a max, I'm expecting to get paid this year because I took a salary cut on my last contract. And Hassan Whiteside saying, I'm looking for X dollars um, and I want to get signed on the first day of free agency. Um and Pat Riley's out there negotiating with Kevin Dur- trying to negotiate, and Pat Riley's out there saying I want to get Kevin Durant and these two players are saying no pay us. It doesn't really mean it doesn't really matter. I mean Pat Riley is going to do Pat Riley. I mean yeah. that's one thing we've seen. Pat Riley's one of the greats at building 
a roster yeah. and 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 knows what he's doing. So right, but he wound up getting Hassan Whiteside and losing Dwayne Wade and Kevin Durant. Well, well I don't think Kevin Durant really was realistically. Ever Kevin Durant go was not to going. Miami. To Miami. Yeah, he wasn't going to go to Miami, but he wound up losing Dwayne so Wade. Lose, and Dwayne by Wade, choice. Dwayne he lost him by choice. Thirty four. Money. Right. Do you not? You, you understand how, neg- how negotiations go? Yeah. With people, right? Do you understand that he made the right decision? Because oh, what Dwayne Wade? Infinitely yeah. more valuable than Dwayne Wade is at this point in his career. That's true, but, but at the same time, though, since Pat Riley has been with the Heat, Dwayne Wade has never gotten the best deal he could have. You've always right. Oh, Curry when he was agreed. With Shaq, when he was uh, with LeBron and Chris Bosh, and all Dwayne Wade wanted was some payback of loyalty. Like I've been loyal to you this long. Give me right. the money I actually want this time, and I've actually earned over the course of my career. Except, I and Pat Riley always says, "Just sacrifice, just sacrifice, just sacrifice." Right. And this time, uh, and this time, he just went, "No, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get me." I mean, that's how teams. That's generally how teams operate. Is you get you just a business. You have to run it like a business. They, they, that has never happened. When is when is a team realistically paid a player back for loyalty? Uh, Kobe Bryant signed a two-year contract for like fifty million dollars before he retired, Joey. Yeah, and the difference okay. in this is is that even though it is a business, they took advantage of Dwayne Wade's loyalty to the organization. How'd that work out for the Lakers, though? It don't matter. It like, does. The Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers have been awful, but also Miami's been awful. Uh, play- Miami when, was in the playoffs dude, last year. They've been a playoff year. team for like the past decade. Even without With LeBron, Wade, they've been great. Been there, I think they've been a playoff team. What are you talking about? They were in the playoffs last year. That's the, the, the problem is, Blue, you haven't seen their name on the marquee uh, finals. Yeah. So that's why you years. believe they haven't been successful. Yeah, I, I mean, I, don't, I, I will say. I don't really follow yeah, basketball. That, but that's I've been, sports ball nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a big basketball follower, but I've been following. You listened to Dan Levitard, and he, they were talking about them in the playoffs three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I, I appreciate where Blue's knowledge game is. It's very Jewish based. It's all about the money. He knows all the financial <laughs> situations. It's, this is mainly. This exactly is mainly. Be, I have to admit. This is. This is. Works. I have to admit. This is because I listen to the Dan Levitard show. Oh, uh, you look like a doppelganger of him almost, but that doesn't work over. It doesn't really. Podcast. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But we'll put guys. we'll put a uh, side side by side of blue and Dan Levitard. I'll actually, I'm show, gonna show this right now. Hold on. <laughs> it doesn't work for people who can only listen. But yes. back to no, the, gonna, the two major important things. So one. Dwayne Wade got screwed over because he was too loyal to an organization that didn't end up being loyal to him. But back to KD, the big firestorm. I mean, he still got paid in the end. He got paid, and he went to probably his second most – like, if he wasn't going to go back to Heat, the Chicago Bulls were probably the team he wanted to go back to because he's from Chicago. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he kind of got what he wanted at the end, but at the same time, he still got backstabbed. But the bigger firestorm, of course, if we can focus back on it, is KD. And the reason is, it's the team he went to that everyone pretty much Oh, yeah. That was the reason it pissed everybody off. Yeah. Yeah. They almost beat him in the playoffs. They should have beat him, but didn't. And on top of that, Golden State does not need Kevin Durant to win a championship. They proved that the past two years. Not against the Cleveland Cavaliers this past year, but they could have. They just choked, just like the Thunder. Is he the piece they need, though? That was stolen from him. That was stolen from him. Okay, besides the fact the NBA is rigged, the way the story played out <laughs> is that they choked just like the Thunder did that previous series. Yeah. Here's my concern with, with – I think there's that – that's a scary set of talent. But who's playing center? That's not going to be their problem. 
Uh, Isn't Harrison Barnes their center? No, Barnes is left. And he was a small forward. Uh, the problem with <laughs> I, I the see. Golden State Warriors in this upcoming season, that was the one important. Still faces uh, depletion. Who on is this? Who is the center for the Golden State Warriors? Oh my God, Blue! It was Andrew Bogut. He is oh. no longer there. Thank you. And he was injured for most of the year, so I don't even know Thank who's you. there. Yeah, they're a very messed up soccer team, Blue. But back to what I was saying, <laughs> yes. like the two problems they're going to face this upcoming year, even though this is not relevant to why people are mad, is their bench, even though they're filling it out nicely with veterans, just older guys, uh, bench depletion and injury proneness to yeah. Curry and Durant. Otherwise, I mean, they'll pretty much be unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, they have, do have a center, uh, Damian Jones. Yeah, the guy they just drafted yeah. um, this year. Okay. But I don't see him. Unless he was a monster. He doesn't have to do anything. He's surrounded by all he has to do is play defense and get, get some rebounds. Get rebounds, yeah. yeah. That's all he's there for. Yeah, I can see that. And he I mean they've got all shooters on the squad now. It's not a Was okay. it um are any of you guys actually mad about what happened, or are we just talking about this? Because I'm the only uh, one that has feelings about this, I think. I really don't I, have I really don't. Jeez. <laughs> no. I really didn't care because I'm a Knicks fan, and I knew there was zero chance of him going to the Knicks. See, the issue, the, the, reason I am a, the reason I'm interested in it is because of the explosion that came from it. And I went, oh, well, another, another NBA player decides to take his talents somewhere else, and everyone gets pissed. Because he has so much loyalty to wherever the fuck he was beforehand, but the fact remains, there's no loyalty in business. Business, hey, business is by design a the most non-loyal place. Because at the end of the day, it's about money. It's about what I can do to make the most money I can before I die. Because when I die, it doesn't matter anymore. That's business. It's simple as that. It, I, I, I laughed. I laughed my ass off at all the angry. Uh, Oklahoma City fans who were like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's leaving. Oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. We we woke up to this. This can't be happening. We did it. Who cares? Well, they Same do. thing happened when LeBron left. Well, I mean, they have the jerseys. They have season yeah. tickets. They have a lot invested in the Thunder, mainly because of him. Not just Russell Westbrook, who's probably my, one of my favorite players in the game. But a Russell lot Westbrook of needs a friend. In different ways into the Thunder. Because KD has been there for what eight nine years, yeah, as yeah. long as he's been on the in the league. Russell, so Russell Westbrook emotional investment as well as financial investment. Yeah, I agree. And, like the better that team is, the more money coming into that community, which is why it was so big for LeBron to go back to Cleveland because Cleveland fucking stinks. Otherwise, anyone that's ever been there, including myself, will tell you Cleveland fucking stinks. Like no one wants to go to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, that's the only, that's the only thing they've got. Drew Carey told me that Cleveland rocks. Yeah, so I, I will believe that until I die. Ohio. I mean, here's the thing. Honestly, honestly, I really don't have any feelings about this because I've really more been paying attention to Soccer. NHL free agency. If you look at this, if you look at this, no one can. Yes, you, if I look, at, if I look at your body, it, it screams NHL. If you look at this pasty face, <laughs> it, it screams NHL. World of Warcraft. That's what it, it screams. screams. Yeah, your, your body <laughs> screams World of Warcraft. But, but I mean, again, like like I said, I'm not. I have no. I have don't have a vested interest in it because he's he's not on the team that I have yeah. rooted for in the past thirty years. Because again, I have my my basketball favorite has changed throughout the course of my entire life. So you're not loyal either. Okay. Not even one bit. I was a I was a Bulls fan when Michael Jordan played. I was a Lakers fan during Kobe and Shaq, Front and runner. I was a uh, I was a I was a Wizards fan. When Michael Jordan played for them, 
<laughs> and then I watched Michael Jordan retire, and I stopped caring about the sport in general. So you, were you, you actually, I followed, actually, actually, I followed Shaq. Wizards. I followed Shaq because I was. I actually had a bunch of uh, Orlando Magic uh, paraphernalia throughout my house. It was weird. I, I had. I was a Magic fan that when when Shaq initially came into the league and he, and he went to Orlando. I was a Shaq fan. I was a Shaq fan. I, I like big, angry, retarded-looking guys. Who, <laughs> because you can, are one. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> that was me. I'm an Orlando fan too, but more uh-huh. so because of you know Disneyland. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I in the whole Disneyland Kevin Durant thing, right? I was sort of hoping that he would come to. I was hoping that he would come to Washington. I was sort of rooting for him to come home, and then it was yeah. There was no, then he never, told never. right. There was well, nothing, there, there was there was there, there was, was talk, but there was, was no talk. there was no way he was coming. There was back talk here. of him coming to Washington from and then, fans. No, no one, <laughs> no one. Zero, zero legitimate right, and, people with a legitimate opinion. Right, and, about then, and then and then it was and that. then it was said, and, and then it was said, yeah, no, Washington doesn't have a chance. And then I, and then I tuned out. And, I, I mean, wherever you, it's the the only thing different between. And then they wanted Joaquin Noah and he signed with the that, Knicks. Yeah, and then he yeah, and between, they, which between I mean, my, didn't uh, want. Like I really, the, yeah, they, yeah, Joaquin Noah, Joaquin, 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 Joaquin Noah. Is. I'll learn to pronounce his name when he can stay healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to care about him being on the team. You need to care about him staying, being healthy, and staying on the team now because he's on the team now. No, I'm saying I I need him. If I'll care about him. I care about pronouncing his name when he stays healthy. When he stays healthy for a year. When he doesn't, if he doesn't stay healthy, I don't need to care about him being part of the team because he'll just be sitting not, at home. He'll just be on the bench. He'll be in a suit on the sideline. We'll, we'll be we'll be playing a rookie from Spain named Willie for some weird reason. <laughs> Big Willie. <laughs> King Willie Styles. All right, so the Willie Hernan Gomez. Last, la- last thing on this. How does everyone feel about free agency in sports? Do you think that? Do you think that that's what ruined loyalty as far as players and their teams? No. I don't. I, think, I like free agency. I don't think that loyalty. I think the loyalty is kind of a, a, a is terrible for both sides. It, it's stupid. That's how they, it makes players. It makes teams sign. You know, having a guy that you know trying to have the, have the, this from a loyalty standpoint for the team to be invested in, then that makes them keep a player that's past their prime and pay them premium dollars for their 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 crappy version of themselves, which makes the team worse, which hurts the fans because now the team's bad. Mm-hmm. So and and the fans are ultimately carrying you know paying for all this shit. Okay. Um, so. Uh, to me, uh, and from the player standpoint, if you're taking it, you know, a discount or whatever, you know, that's that's not helping you as a, as a player. And you, you know, you got to find the right situation for you, and you got to decide, you know, okay, am I just trying to make my money, or do I, you know, maybe don't need all that money? I can lose a million or two to sign with a team. That has a better chance of winning, and this all goes into. I think free agency is great because it allows. The main thing is it allows things to change, and allows cha- teams to have chances. Now, not always in the NBA, it's be- kind of become a weird situation because yeah. you have instead of like the NFL where it's parity, where the worst team in the league can get better overnight, the NBA is a much slower pace. Um, because of the lottery. Well, part of it is the the you know you don't have the feeder system like you do for football, where the you know because guys can jump right into the NBA after no, one they, year. They, okay. 
after one year. Um, so they don't fully. They, a lot of guys come into the league undeveloped. So if you're trying to build through the draft, it takes a lot longer than it than it used to. And then on top of that, free agents. It's really hard to get one of the top guys unless you have something for them to go to. It's not where you know you're, because there's such a thing as a max contract. You can't right. just offer more than someone else. The I I sort of like how the NHL does it, or at least how at least how the Washington Capitals are doing it. Uh, the Washington Capitals this year let go, or last year they let go uh, a couple of really a couple of fan favorite players, uh, Joel Ward and Troy Brower, yeah. um, and they've been with the team four or five seasons, but they're getting old, and they they just didn't resign them. Um, and they picked up some new guys, and this year they let go. Chimera. Yeah, and they let go of Jason Chimera, another fan favorite. Um, and they're going to pick up some new talent, but people, at least in, in the NHL, people understand. Okay, yeah, you're getting old, and your production's going, your your production is subsiding. Um, and you can go to another team and be hopefully be better than what you were here. And we need to get, this team needs to get younger because we have the salary cap and we have Alex Ovechkin, Nick Backstrom, and Brayden Holpe, who are the pillars of the team. So even though Ovi's getting old as shit. Uh, How is this different than anything? Any why free agency is good. No, I, I think I think it I think you're just going over the roster of the capital. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it depends. I think I think the way I think the way that certain teams manage free agency is better than having this giant free for all in the NBA. It's not a free for all in the NBA. It's the same thing. Teams are strategic about the moves they make. Yeah. Which is why some teams resign certain players and why they let certain ones like Dwayne Wade go. You can't uh, compare them. <laughs> he just wanted to talk about hockey. He's like, it doesn't make any sense. Here somehow. You're there, there, there's the, three Russian white guys in D.C. that want to talk about the Caps. I'm looking out for them. No, it, it's, 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 the thing about free here's the thing. It's what here's the thing. It's what I know. Yeah, that's what I know. Okay. All right. Well, All right. yeah, but you're that, <laughs> so? you can't stop trying to compare it to what you don't know because that when you that's when you sound like an idiot. <laughs> I, I'm, saying it's, I like I'm saying hockey it, does it better. And I'm saying hockey, it's, I'm saying you know, they it have seems players more... they don't want to keep, and then they get players that to make them younger that aren't maybe as good, but they were good at one point, and then they have players they drafted that are at the core of their team. That's what every sport does. You didn't describe anything <laughs> that was different than the NBA. The only thing that the NBA – the NBA is unique in that it has a soft salary cap so that teams can go above the the salary cap to resign their players, which is, which is great. That actually allows for loyalty to be a thing. But – Right, um, the, NH- the NHL does not. The NHL's got a hard salary cap. Right, mm. all the other sports. Uh, uh, sorry, baseball doesn't. Baseball have doesn't have a salary cap. But, but, at least they. I mean, at least the NBA has that. But even then, it never. If free, if a free agent's a free agent, if you had the same, there's nothing preventing the. the what's happening in the NBA is the ta- the players have more power than the teams because of it being a five player sport. The the money is all consolidated, and your star the star players make the league. So 
the players have the power. They can do whatever they want. They don't need to find a team that's star-studded unless they want to. Yeah, and, right. And a lot of times they do, yeah. but they can because because of the way the league the way the league is. There a lot of times what you're seeing from more and more guys in the NBA is talent wants to go with talent. They want to be they want to be in the position to win as many games as possible and in and have the best shot at championships. It's the same thing everyone else does. The difference is because it's only five players, it's a lot easier to go, hey, you know, it's easier for LeBron and Dwayne to go, hey, do you want to play together? Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Who has someone has cast space enough to sign both of us? Where do you want to go? Well, you know, I like the weather in Miami. Let's go there. Like that's that's something they can do <laughs> in that sport. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot more, you add more players to the mix, and in especially in hockey where you have, and football. In, in football, I'm saying in hockey, football, baseball, even, but especially hockey and football where you have such large rosters. Yeah, um, I think I think hockey is like a 30 man roster. Yeah. Football is a what a 50 football is 53 man roster. Yeah. There's and the thing is, unlike you know, you're talking about a difference between they were looking comparing the the. The, like why the NFL players get paid so little compared to the other sports, and it's because if you think about it, baseball you got what nine or ten starters depending upon which league you're in. You, yeah, yeah, you've got nine not, starters. Well, in in not ten, no, in American League ten starters. American League you have ten. So uh, and then maybe you know, and then you also have relievers that are also in you know yep. closer. So maybe you also could throw them in so that maybe twelve starters, yeah. right? Um, so that's 12, guys. 12, 12 guys you have to play, pay starting money to. Hockey, how many guys are on the ice? You've got six guys. You've got six guys on the ice. You've got goalie plus five, but you've got four lines of five, so you've got 20 guys. All right, but who gets the majority of the minutes? Is it the first six, or they? It's the well. The, it actually really depends on who. On it actually really depends on what line sort of is. Is chugging along at what time? But it's, right, you're making it too complicated. It, All right, it, 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 your star, your star player makes the most money. Yeah, Alex Ovechkin makes the most money. Well, that's period. not in question. The best player always makes the most. The best money. player, the makes quarterback, the most money. makes the most money in football too. But there's 24 starters right in any football. Team. And then the goal, it's Alex Ovechkin, then the goalie, and then Holpe makes the make the most money again not important <laughs> trying to figure out how the, the money's divided amongst the majority of the star players who are playing the majority of the minutes in the game in football it's different because you have 24 starting players you yeah. have a kicker and punter added to 11 guys on offense and 11 guys on defense right those guys all have to, and then you have the backups so it's di- so it's different now it is also true though in hawk in basketball you do have guy you have guys probably playing more minutes than you do some of the backups in the NFL getting snaps. Right, There's plenty of backups in the NFL that never see a snap for stretches of the season. Yeah, right. The so, other thing in the, the so, other thing in the NFL so, is a lot of their so, money is um, not guaranteed. So, Justin, so we can get to the end of this because again we've got to an hour, and Jesus, hour and twelve. Right. We had two topics. <laughs> I'm actually happy with that. That was actually a great. I, that was a great, a great time. Yeah, the last were. segment made me very wet, guys. Thank you for your <laughs> long explanation of hockey, and basketball <laughs> relations. You 
I know. I know you could have gone. I could have gone down the rabbit hole of how free agency started. There's the end of that. So, Justin, how do you feel as far as free agency goes? Uh, glad it exists just to give the players more options and freedom in the sport that they give so much to, regardless of what sport it is. All right. Um, at the same time, though, who cares, dog? It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Final word. Who cares? It's not me. And for the Die Comedy team, I am DJ Marcus. And for all the free agents out there, we're going to leave this week on a song that you all may know and love. We'll see you all next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Like blah blah blah